Hey, listeners, get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road, work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to realize that few things go perfectly the first time. Unless an experience is absolutely miserable, it doesn't hurt to try again. We all love stories that hinge on a moment when everything changes. A kid picks up a basketball and it's love at first sight. A novel idea comes to a writer in a moment of inspiration. Such epiphanies make for good storytelling, but real life seldom works that way. I know this has been the case for me. I was on another podcast recently, and the host asked when I knew I wanted to write about time management. The answer, honestly, was several years after I'd written my first book on the topic. I'd been trying to get a book deal for a while, casting around through a variety of topics, and finally landed a contract to write a book called 168 Hours. That came out in May of 2010. It got some nice publicity, which was great, but it didn't sell all that swiftly. So when I wanted to write another book, my publisher and I came to the idea of writing about personal finance. So I wrote a book called All the Money in the World, which came out in early 2012. That didn't do all that well either. But while I was waiting for that one to come out, I wrote a short ebook on productive mornings called What the Most Successful People Do Before Breakfast. That one did much better and nudged me to start declaring myself a time management expert. In retrospect, it seems obvious, but at the time, not so much. I just had to keep trying things, figuring eventually something would stick. There are all kinds of things that might be worth trying again. The general consensus from nutritionists is that kids may need to be exposed to new foods a dozen times or more before they'll actually eat them. I love running, but I tried to become a runner multiple times before it finally took. It's a well-known psychological phenomenon that people are prone to fixate on the negative. If three things go wrong and three things go right, we tend to focus on the ones that went wrong. But maybe the next time, two things will go wrong and four things will go right. The first experience wasn't bad. It's just that parts were bad. And those were the parts we remember. Plus, there are many reasons that things might not go perfectly the first time, but that you can't see because, well, you don't have much experience to understand why they're happening. This has been the case with me and IKEA-style furniture building. The fact that your first shelf-building experience felt long and painful does not mean the second will be. It will probably be much better as you figure out how not to misplace screws and such. And sometimes the explanation you assign for something not working well isn't actually the right explanation. I have definitely lost emails. 
when a person follows up, I remember that, oh yes, I actually did want to do that thing. I'm glad they bothered to try again. Of course, there's no reason to keep trying things forever. Time is finite. Energy is finite. And if the answer is a definite no, well, more trying is just annoying for everybody. But if it's not a definite no, being open to possibility can lead to good things. My first date with my husband did not go well enough to suggest that we'd be married within 18 months. But the second date did. Good, we tried again. Today, think if there's something you've tried in the past that you've just written off. Is it worth revisiting? Why did you tell yourself that it didn't work? Are there alternative explanations? If you tried again, what could you do to maybe generate a different outcome? If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But it might not hurt to try. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.